Hey, this is Dylan Short, host of Locked On Braves, and you're listening to Locked On Yankees. You're listening to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. Welcome to the show. It's not going to be a fun one. <laughs> Good God. Did the Red Sox suckage attach itself to the Yankees before they left the stadium? Because I don't understand what happened this series. It's one thing to lose three out of four to Tampa in Tropicana Field because that place is a horror show, but it's another thing to get swept by Tampa handily in your home stadium. Before we get into that, and I'm not really going to recap the series because I'm so angry and we're not allowed to curse on these podcasts, so let me tell you all about where you can find us. You can find us on Twitter at Lockdown Yankees, all one word. You can find me at Stay Scott's. And you can subscribe to us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. There are tons of places. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. Can I admit that I had no idea it was an afternoon game today? Because I didn't. I didn't go to bed until nearly 5 a.m. this morning, woke up just before 1 p.m., and then noticed on Twitter that people were talking about the game. I don't know why. I looked at Yankees.com, and I thought I saw 7.05, but maybe I was looking at 1.05, and maybe I need a new glasses prescription. We're getting this out of the way early. Before the game, we found out Zach Britton was going to the IL because it wouldn't be a day of the week without a Yankees player going on to the IL. And even better, Glaber Torres left today's S show of a game with an injury, so look for him to be on the IL soon. I thought the Yankees replaced their training staff. What is going on? Now, I know some people are thinking it's because the season was rushed and they didn't have a proper spring training, but... Are there guys from other teams getting injured as easily as the Yankees? No. It's the same nonsense as last year. So the Yankees were swept by Tampa. They're now in second place thanks to this sweep. They were also outscored, I think, double. I think they were outscored 20-10 if I'm doing my math correctly, which I'm probably not because I was never good at math. But anyway, now I just found out that Paxton's getting an MRI on his elbow forearm. So you know what that means. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I said this last season, and I'm going to say it again. Whoever has the Yankee voodoo doll, could you stop stabbing it? It's enough already. If you listened to yesterday's show, you will know that I looked back at scores from 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, and then I decided to look back at 30 years ago because the 1990 Yankees were so horrible. Well, I decided to look back at 30 years ago today, and they won again. 
Let's look at how they did, because right now the 2020 Yankees are disappointing me, and for some reason the 1990 Yankees are not. So, the Yankees played the Blue Jays in Yankee Stadium. It was a Monday night, and the start time was 7.40. The attendance was only 21,661. The game took three hours and 38 minutes, or as Michael Kay would say, it was an unmanageable three hours and 38 minutes. Let's look at your lineups. First, the Blue Jays. Junior Felix, Tony Fernandez, Fred McGriff, George Bell, Pat Borders, Glenn Allen Hill, Manuel Lee, Luis Soho, Mookie Wilson. And your starter was Todd Stottlemyre. For the Yankees, Roberto Kelly, Steve Sachs, Oscar Azokar, Mel Hall, Kevin Moss, Matt Noakes, Jesse Barfield, Jim Leyritz, Alvaro Espinoza, and Dave LaPointe was your starter. Your umpires for the game. Home plate, Terry Cooney, first base, Tim Sheeta, second base, Joe Brinkman, and third base, Rick Reed. It says the start time weather was 67 degrees with no precipitation. That sounds like a lovely evening at Yankee Stadium. The Blue Jays got the scoring going in the first inning. George Bell hit a single to score Junior Felix to make it 1-0. Then the Yankees struck back in the bottom of the first. Roberto Kelly led off with a ground rule double. Steve Sachs hit a foul bunt pop fly, which is pretty much the 1990 Yankees in a nutshell. <laughs> While Oscar Azokar was up, Roberto Kelly stole third. Then Azokar hit a, a double that scored Kelly. Mel Hall hit a single that scored Azokar. Kevin Moss hit a home run. And the Yankees were up 4-1. Toronto cut the lead to two runs thanks to a Mookie Wilson double that scored Luis Soho. In the top of the third, George Bell hit a single that scored Tony Fernandez and made it 4-3. The top of the fourth, Mookie Wilson hit a single that scored Lee, who had reached on an error, so that was unearned. Greg Cataret came in and replaced Dave LaPointe during that inning. Tony Fernandez scored Toronto's fifth run on a sack fly, so it was 5-4 Toronto. Then in the bottom of the fourth, Jim Leritz hit a single off Stottlemyre that scored Moss, made it 5-5. It would be 5-5 until the bottom of the 11th, when Alvaro Espinoza hit a single to win the game, and the Yankees won 6-5. So the 2020 Yankees might be bad right now, but you know what's not bad? Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Everything is covered in chocolate, it's delicious, and there are 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Every bar is covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. So just imagine eating cookies and cream or caramel brownie. Or even the lemon almond cheesecake would probably be good with chocolate. Luckily for you, if you go to BuiltBar.com and you use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. It could be your first order, it could be your second order, it could be your 15th order. $10 off using the promo code LOCKEDON. Built Bars are great if you're just health conscious, if you want to lose or maintain weight while indulging in something that tastes as if it's bad for you. Every time I bite into a Built Bar and... I've said this over and over again. Coconut almond is one of my favorite flavors. I bought a box of 18 of them and I've made them last. I had one earlier and I, I'm telling you, the first bite of every bar is so good. Again, if you go to BuiltBar.com, 
and you use the promo code locked on, you'll get $10 off your next order, no matter what order it is. Again, could be your first, your second, your 50th. $10 off with the promo code locked on. The Yankees being swept by the Rays wasn't the only horrible thing happening around baseball over the last 24 hours. Tom Brenneman, longtime broadcaster who does games for the Cincinnati Reds, was caught on a hot mic saying the F word. No, not the four-letter F word that usually gets people in trouble with the FCC. The three-letter F word that bigots use when talking about homosexuals. And I know a lot of you listening to this podcast are probably thinking, Stacy, can you just talk about baseball? No, I can't just talk about baseball because this has a lot to do with baseball. A man who broadcasts for a baseball team and for other sports shouldn't feel so comfortable saying that word. And that was my main issue with it yesterday when the audio emerged. This wasn't a one-time thing. This wasn't a fluky thing. The way the word rolled off his tongue, it sounded as if he says it in his everyday life. Now, of course, Brenneman claims that he doesn't speak this way in his regular life. He wrote an apology that came out today, and he claims to have not known the implications of that word or how bad it is to use that word, which in the year 2020, please... He knows what that word means. He knows how bad that word is. And his apology is bullshit. This is what he said in his apology that got me riled up, okay? It says, I used a word that is both offensive and insulting. In the past 24 hours, I have read about its history. I had no idea it was so rooted in hate and violence and particularly ashamed that I, someone who makes his living by the use of words, could be so careless and insensitive. It's a word that should have no place in my vocabulary and I will certainly never utter it again. Really? You had no idea that that word was based in hate? Liar! Liar! Here's the thing. Tom Brenneman wasn't born yesterday. He was born September 12th, 1963. He knows what that word is about. He knows that it's not a good word to use, that it's always used in a disparaging manner, and his apology, again, is BS. Or at least that part of his apology was BS. Because it seems like he wants us to think that he's been living under a rock since he was born in 1963. Um, some news came over the wire. A Mets player apparently tested positive for COVID-19, which means the Yankees-Mets game for tomorrow night in Citi Field has been postponed. It looks like the weekend series is questionable at this point and may be canceled. So, I don't know. This might actually be a good thing for the Yankees. They need to regroup. Some guys need to recuperate. And after what Tampa did to them, they need to think long and hard about how they're going to play for the rest of the season. Okay, here's the official statement. Tonight's Mets-Marlins game has been postponed. Following two positive tests for COVID-19 in the New York Mets organization, tonight's game between the Mets and the Miami Marlins at Marlins Park, as well as tomorrow's scheduled contest between the Mets and New York Yankees at Citi Field, have been postponed out of an abundance of caution and to allow for additional testing and contact tracing to be conducted. Major League Baseball will continue to provide updates as necessary. 
Steve Gelbs, who works for SNY as an on-field reporter for the Mets, said the Mets will be flying back to New York tonight. The two members of the group who tested positive will remain in Miami. Others will stay back as well. Contact tracing is currently being done to determine which additional people need to stay back. Again, this is probably a good thing for the Yankees because of how this week has played out so far and with all the new injuries and everything else. So again, tomorrow's game, definitely postponed. Not sure yet about Saturday and Sunday. It's possible if they do make up the games at a later date, they can do what they've been doing so far this season when teams have to make up series. And the Mets could be the home team at Yankee Stadium for one or two of the games. I guess we'll see if that happens, but that's what I'm thinking will happen. Since we have some time left, let's see how the Yankees did 40 years ago today. August 20th, 1980. They played the Mariners in the Kingdom. Wow, the Mariners were bad. But the Mariners were a baby team in 1980. They were only three at that point. And there were 14,143 people in the Kingdom to watch that game. The Yankees were 73 and 46. The Mariners were 42 and 77. It's a good thing the Yankees won this game. That would have been embarrassing. Here is your Yankees lineup. Rupert Jones, Bobby Mercer, Oscar Gamble, Reggie Jackson, Bob Watson, Rick Cerrone, Eric Solderholm, Aurelio Rodriguez, Bucky Dent. Your starter, Tommy John. For the Mariners, Julio Cruz, Bill Stein, Bruce Botke, Willie Horton, Juan Beniquez, Tom Pajoric, Leon Roberts, Mario Mendoza, Larry Cox. And your starter was Glenn Abbott. The Yankees got the scoring started in the top of the second on a Bob Watson solo shot. Tom Pajoric hit a two-run shot in the bottom of the second to put the Mariners up 2-1. Bobby Mercer hit a single that scored Rupert Jones in the top of the third to tie the game. Then Reggie Jackson hit a single that scored Mercer to put the Yankees up 3-2. It would remain 3-2 until the top of the seventh. Aurelio Rodriguez hit a double that scored Eric Solderholm. Bobby Mercer hit a double that scored... Rodriguez and Bucky Dent and that put the Yankees up 6-2. In the bottom of the ninth, Doug Bird came in. He gave up a two-run home run to Juan Beniquez to make it 6-4 and then Goose Gossage had to come in <laughs> to get the last out. And he got a strikeout looking from Joe Simpson and the Yankees won 6-4. <laughs> so before I end the show, the Yankees just got finished being swept out of Yankee Stadium by the Tampa Bay Rays, but they will not be arriving in City Field tomorrow thanks to two positive COVID-19 tests on the Mets. Tomorrow night's game has been postponed, the weekend is still up in the air, and I will have any news that you need to know on tomorrow's show. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Thursday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.